Hello everyone, this is Jimmy Allen, your host from Orpheus Cyber, and I'd like to welcome you back to episode 9 of Orpheus Talks, your weekly cyber threat intelligence update focusing on incidents during the week commencing the 20th of June 2022. This week I'll be taking you through the following topics. Russian espionage unit AP-28 exploits Felina in phishing campaign. Ransomware group Avos Locker exploits Logful Shell. Chinese espionage unit AP-10 deploys ransomware to deceive network defenders and Russian hacktivists target Lithuanian entities in DDoS campaign. Kicking off with our key issue, the Ukrainian Computer Emergency Response Team has warned that the Russian espionage unit AP-28 is exploiting CVE-2022-30190, also known as Felina, to target Ukrainian entities in an efficient campaign. AP-28 conducts espionage operations on behalf of the GRU, Russia's main intelligence agency. It is responsible for DDoS attacks that compromise Ukrainian government websites both before and at the outset of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Felina is a remote code execution vulnerability which impacts Microsoft Office, and we have recently reported that the Russian nation state group Sandworm exploited the flaw in a phishing campaign that targeted Ukrainian media organizations. The phishing campaign uses malicious, rich text format documents titled Nuclear Terrorism, a Very Real Threat. The title takes advantage of the fear of nuclear attacks within the Ukrainian population to lure them into opening the attachment. A similar phishing campaign, identified by the CERT UA, warned of impending chemical attacks, a theme also related to the ongoing war with Russia. We assess that threat actors from across the landscape will continue to leverage the vulnerability as part of their operations. Our coverage of cybercriminal reporting this week has continued to focus on ransomware groups exploiting popular vulnerabilities, especially those impacting ubiquitous technologies. Affiliates of the Avos Locker Ransomware as a Service Gang has exploited CVE 2021-44228, also known as Log4Shell, to breach vulnerable VMware Horizon servers. Ultimately, the affiliate delivered the Avos Locker payload on the target network using PDQ Deploy, a legitimate software deployment tool affiliates have used in previous operations. Post-encryption, a ransom note is displayed providing details of how to restore data by paying for a decryption clear. Ultimately, the affiliate delivered the Avos Locker payload on the target network using PDQ Deploy, a legitimate software deployment tool affiliates have used in previous operations. Post-encryption, a ransom note is displayed providing details of how to restore data by paying for a decryption key. It also threatens to significantly increase the ransom and leak exfiltrated data via its data leak site, a popular pressure technique known as double extortion should the victim refuse to make payment. Meanwhile, other cybercriminal reporting has demonstrated how sectors susceptible to downtime remain valuable targets for ransomware groups. The US subsidiary of the Japanese automotive parts manufacturer Nichiren was forced to take its network offline following a ransomware incident. This is not the first instance of Japanese automotive suppliers being targeted by ransomware groups. We have previously reported that the Pandora ransomware gang compromised Japanese automotive components manufacturer Denso, and Toyota Motor Group shut down its domestic manufacturing plants after one of its key suppliers, Kojima Industries, suffered a ransomware infection. We assess it is highly likely that ransomware groups will continue to target automotive components manufacturers due to their susceptibility to downtime, and the second order financial impacts disruption has on the rest of the automotive industry. 
As for our nation-state coverage this week, we have reported on Chinese espionage efforts demonstrating the ongoing implementation of new tactics to remain undetected in target networks. Chinese espionage unit, AP-10, has deployed Chinese-linked ransomware strains to disguise intellectual property theft operations targeting Japanese and Western entities. This demonstrates efforts by Chinese espionage units to frustrate attribution efforts and masquerade its operations as financially motivated. Meanwhile, newly identified Chinese state unit Tollycat is targeting European and Asian entities to deliver two previously undocumented espionage tools, the Samurai Backdoor and Ninja Trojan. Tollycat exclusively compromised Microsoft Exchange servers via the popular proxy logon exploits. This latest campaign demonstrates China's continued political and military intelligence collection efforts across multiple continents. Some of the entities compromised by Tollicat were breached at the same time by Chinese units deploying the Funny Dream backdoor. Despite the overlap, the two clusters of activity are assessed to be separate from one another. However, this overlap in targeted industries and sectors might be indicative of collective operational targeting directed by Beijing to multiple units. Additionally, Chinese espionage unit Tropic Trooper has deviated from its normal targeting set to compromise novice threat actors with the T-Client backdoor bundled with SMS Bomber, a script kiddie tool. Tropic Trooper infects its targets via a malicious version of MSS Bomber, which is a greyware tool used for denial of service attacks against mobile devices by flooding them with messages rendering the device unusable. In this campaign, SMS Bomber has been modified to include an additional executable that injects itself into a notepad process. The specific targeting of novice tractors by Tropic Trooper is unusual, given the group's well-known sophistication and history of compromising strategic espionage targets on behalf of the Chinese state. We have previously reported that Tropic Trooper conducted a long-term espionage campaign targeting private and public entities in the transport sector, an industry vertical critical to China's strategic objective to improve its transportation infrastructure. We assess that it is likely that this is a highly targeted campaign designed to monitor the activities of novice threat actors. In terms of hacktivist reporting, we have continued to monitor the endeavours of pro-Russian entities operating in the interest of the Kremlin. Pro-Russian hacktivist collective Cyberspetsnaz RF has launched a distributed denial-of-service campaign targeting multiple Lithuanian sectors. Cyberspetsnaz RF is an offshoot of the infamous pro-Russian hacktivist collective Killnet that has recently targeted Romanian and Italian websites, as well as Czech critical infrastructure. This campaign was likely triggered by the Lithuanian government's decision to impose a ban on the transportation of goods between Russia and the Kaliningrad enclave, a decision that the Kremlin considers illegal. This campaign reaffirms the second order effects that geopolitical events can have on the cyber threat landscape and the actions of patriotic hacktivist collectives such as Cyberspetsnaz RF. Finally this week, we're also publishing an episode with Tanesh, the founder of Jenny, the market-leading cyber business intelligence platform that connects users to vendor and service provider markets, enabling them to make informed procurement, investment, or partnering decisions with confidence. Keep an eye out for the episode where Tanesh will talk us through the platform and more. If you'd like to stay up to date with cyber threat intelligence incidents, you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter using the link in the description or via our website, orpheuscyber.com. Remember to follow us on Spotify and hit the notifications icon to receive an alert when we upload new episodes. Thanks for listening.